0: Welcome to Behavior Babes podcast presented by me, Dr. Amanda Kelly. Aloha and thank you for joining me today. I have with us Rashida Vieira. Rashida, thank you for joining the show. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I'm so excited.
0: It is exciting. I'm really glad that we got connected by so many people on social media sites saying, Hey, you guys should connect and talk and talk and talk. And um, I'm excited that we get a chance to do that. And thank you for giving me some of your time this evening. Before we begin, why don't we have you give an introduction of yourself for our listeners?
1: All right. So yes, I'm Rashida Vieira. I'm, um, I'm originally from New York, Brooklyn, New York. I live in Atlanta. Um, I have an amazing husband, and we've been together for a long time um fourteen years um and I know right i don't even look like <laughs> i don't even look like i've been married for that long, but i've been with him for fourteen years um so i um regarding the field so twenty sixteen um I started as an r b t um and then I wanted to know more about the field of a b a um so after that. I, um, the following year I got my master's in ABA in 2017. Um, so I've been in the field ever since and then I passed that hard exam at the start of the pandemic 2020. And then once I passed, it was like telehealth and I was like, what's telehealth? <laughs> so yes, I passed my BCBA exam in February of 2020. Um, so I've been in the field, um, you know, ever since and I'm very intentional, you know, when it comes to being a BCBA because um, I used to be an RBT, so I try to make sure that I'm very intentional, or really pairing stuff with my RBTs. Um, currently, I am a clinical director um, for an autism clinic, two autism clinics here in Georgia. Um, and I always like to say this because it's very rare in the field of ABA. In the field of ABA, but the clinic that I work for is black owned. The BCBA is um, the owner is black. Uh, majority of my staff is you know black and brown RBTs, and majority of our kids are know black and brown as well so that's really important um you know to us in our field because it's not a lot of um black owned ABA companies so I always like to mention that um and yeah so that's a little bit of about me I love to work out um I love to nap I I wish napping was a sport um because if it was in the Olympics I think I would um win um, um, and like I said, so I love to nap, I love to travel uh, I'm a foodie, um brunch is my thing, and um my niche is r and b so that's got that kind of cute um and yeah, so that's a little bit about me and my my you know um besides me you know being in my field and
0: working, that's a little bit about you know things i do outside of
1: outside of work so.
0: Well, thank you. As I mentioned before we started recording, we are multi-dimensional human beings. It is wonderful to get to learn about who, who I'm listening to and what your values are, what's important to you. And thank you for recognizing and for promoting, um, you know, the, uh, featuring of Black-owned businesses, which well, I mean, okay, I have a couple of questions before we get into <laughs> yeah, sure. it. Let's, let's back up. So you sure. became a registered behavior technician in 2016. Mm-hmm. I believe the credential really became official just the year before, right around that time. Uh-huh. How did you find that position? What drew you to? Um, role?
1: so I used to work, um, in a special education department, um, at a school. So I was a parapro. pro. And somebody came in, um, he was a BCBA and he told me he took the hardest exam in his life. I'm like, what's the B C B A exam? And he kind of <laughs> mentioned it to me, and he was the autism, um an autism trainer for that district. And he told me about the RBT exam, and you know, he mentioned it to me, like, you should become an RBT because you're a really good pair pro. And, you know, and then the teacher in the class, she was a special education teacher. But she didn't really have that much experience regarding like ABA. So the, you know, the BCBA would come in and he told me about it. At that time, I was living in Indiana for a few years. And then when I moved back to Atlanta, um, I see a position available for the RBT training. Um, so then I took the course and then someone, you know, of course gave me a chance as an RBT and I worked with them for a long time um, until I became a BCBA. And then once I became a BCBA, I switched to another company. So I'm with the same company you know, through my whole BCBA, ABA, um, you know, journey, and then I switched over. And so that's what got me in the field.
0: Wow. I just, I'm always curious about that because I think it shifted over, over different locations where people are living, different sure. backgrounds that bring people into, and then different times at which they entered the field. Right. For me, I was pursuing my bachelor's in elementary education wow. when I met a child with, um, autism. It was a part time. It was a flyer for a part time job. They were seeking high school and college students to do this thing okay. called ABA.
1: Yeah. And
0: I mean, it actually was my undergraduate, uh, physical health professor who gave me the first Cooper book. And oh, wow. it was the first edition Cooper book. And for me, that was in like 1999. And I was like, who? who I'm like 18 or 19 years old. I'm like, yeah. who gives, gives a textbook like to a essentially a teenager? Oh, exactly. Um, and little did I know the sort of direction that would spin me yeah. into. But I'm so very grateful for my background in education yeah. and special education. Yeah. And, you know, I was having a conversation today about how that gives us the the lens of uh, traditional development and um, motivation and preferences and what, sure. what children like or, you know, if you're in, if you're in an elementary. And so that's really neat to hear that, um, about you as well. I also loved that in your introduction, you're like, and my initials are R and B. And I'm like, that is hilarious. Whenever it's it 10 on a clock, I'm like, it's my birthday. I do, I have that things with numbers. Wise. I like that you're like, I'm cool with letters and yes. the letter. And then
1: it's crazy. Cause like once I got married, my mating name was also R&B and my married name wanted to be an R&B as well so I'm like oh it was definitely meant for us to be together because I love my initials so like if your last name was anything else besides B eh, I'm not really sure but so it worked out where my maiden name and my married name start with a B and I was like it's perfect Um, so yeah so once I got into the field I actually Um, The same time I was graduating with my undergrad in 2016, um, I started my master's program in ABA January of 2017. So, like, I got into the field as an RBT really, like, probably the first three or four months, I went straight into um, to get my master's in ABA. So, like, I knew the first few months in the field, I was like, I want to do this and I want to do this for a long time. I was like, oh, and I can make how much money? I definitely want to do this. You know? Um, you know, because so, I didn't cause my undergrad's in social work, so I didn't really know what I really wanted to do with that. Cause before that I was working more with elderly, um, geriatric and like an assisted living and all times in dementia. So that was like, you know, and I was working and um doing um I can't even think of the name right now, but I was just, like, working with the elderly, you know, so when it's close to them to, like, pass away, I was helping with that um, hospice Mm -hmm. care.
0: Hospice, yes.
1: I was working in hospice, and I was like, "Mm, I don't think I can do this forever, you know, whatever. So once I, you know, found out about the field of um, ABA, I came into RBT, and a few months later, I started on my master's program. Took me a while to take the exam um, because I had to get my hours, um,
0: but... Well, and you mentioned, you know, the impacts of the pandemic, you mentioned like how that influences how people are practicing. Yes. I think a lot of like more of the, I would think most newly certified analysts have had some very tricky things to navigate around. Obviously, that society and globally, right. we've been trying to navigate around. Um Also, just with um a lot of important conversations happening. And so sure. back to something you were talking about, you're talking about, you know, the love for where you're working now and the and the pride, and we were talking about promoting Black-owned businesses. Sure. You became an RBT. You became a behavior analyst. Mm-hmm. Did you know you were going to become a business owner? And let's talk about your business. <laughs> human X. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's go into this. Yeah.
1: So with Human Expressions, so Human Expressions was something literally I was eating dinner um eating dinner with my husband, I was like, "Look, I like trying to create or find material for black and brown kids was literally impossible. like I can go online and find like you know Pecs cards and it'll be like you know maybe like you know stick figures or they'll be like you know brown complexion, but they won't have a lot of features, and it was just not." giving what it was supposed to give and so I was just like okay so I need to figure out something and my husband actually he's an artist so all the pictures that we have he creates them like I'll say I want her to have this hair I want her to have this you know this skin complexion and and he will come up with the pictures and he'll sketch them out and then we'll have someone to actually make them digital but it was just a conversation I had with my husband about not being able to find material on, even if I go to Google or just anything, it was really, really hard to find material for black and brown kids and actually pictures that were realistic, not like cartoon like, not, um, you know, stick figures or anything. Like I wanted real, realistic pictures, um, that they can, you know, you know, see themselves. And so that's how I came up with human expressions. Um, my husband helped me with the name. He helped me with the website. Um, he thinks he's a he thinks he's in the field as well. But he's, not, <laughs> he's, he's on nothing. the periphery. Yeah, right, exactly. So we came up with the name Human for hue of different you know skin tones. Right. So and hue. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. So hue um, dash men, So human expression. So different expressions, different realistic pictures. Um, so I just, the first set of cards I created was the communication cards of, of kids. So they have, um, like 26 or maybe it's a little more pictures of, um, different kids doing like, you know, you have more all done, you know, sit down, um, you know, you had eat, drink, but it's realistic pictures, different hair, you know, hair color, um, different hair styles, different skin tones, different clothing. Um, I mean, very realistic um and so i have a set for boys and i have a set for girls so you'll get the same pictures for the girls same pictures for the boys doing different um and then i went you know and i asked people like hey you know what type of cards do you guys want people said oh let's do like some action cards and then so i try to get the community involved because i want to know like what pictures do we need right so i like to get everybody's input and then I'll create those cards. So right now I have communication cards for adults. I have them for kids. I have sequence cards. I have action cards. I have potty training cards. I have community
0: helpers. Um, safety. Okay. I saw your safety cards. I yes. was so excited to see <laughs> that. As well.
1: Yeah, safety cards. I have good and bad behavior cards. Um yeah, so I plan to expand right now, um, you know, just started out this, actually, I started out last year, March, um, but, and I've been trying to just, like, create, you know, cars, you know, for the last year or so, but now I'm really trying to put myself out there, I'm not really good at, like, public speaking, so I'm, like, trying to get myself yeah. out there too. Yeah, you, yeah. okay. You that to okay. be true, It's us just...
0: Qualify it with a yet, okay? Yes,
1: yes. yes. So I'm trying to get myself out there because um, it's definitely a need. So I'm trying to just have more people know about human expressions. Um, Just because I feel like everybody should have a set, you know, especially when I'm doing assessment and especially if you work with um, minorities, you should definitely have a set of these cards just because just the feeling of being a BCBA. Um And, you know, coming to a client's house or a clinic and you have black and brown kids and to have these cards, you're like, oh, wow. You know, like the parents would be like, oh, wow, they really, you know, really, really was intentional with having material for my kid. Right. So just having that as a BCBA um, is, you know, or just speech and language pathologist, anybody can use the cards. But say BCBA is because I'm a BCBA. So.
0: Right. <laughs> so, because because it's um, really how you identify, you know, I think. When you talk about representation, and we we do talk about that, and I'm glad we're talking about that, it is the whole idea of connection, of visioning, of dreaming, of believing, right. of seeing. Right. Right. And so you're talking about different hairstyles and you're talking about different clothing and um, different, uh, you know, ways in which to present the cards. Right. And I think from a right. behavioral analytics standpoint, that also hopefully helps with generalization, right? Multiple yes. examples, multiple sure. training. Sure. And I love how you also said this isn't this isn't just to teach ABA. This is mm-hmm. speech and language pathologists can use this. Yep. Parents can use this. Sure. And what you know, what it means to have multiple displays and multiple varieties really I think is sometimes underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Um Perhaps um, I would say even more by people who have not had experiences of othering. And we just had Dr. Tyra Sellers on um, a, a week ago talking about ways in which that happens when many people are, are not aware. And so it's not about, um, you know, intentional biases. It's always about those unintentional biases or even just the omission of like, hey, wait a second. Did I think about that? Where are these cards? Where's the representation? And then I also am connecting to what you're saying with the whole concept of being an entrepreneur. Somebody once said to me, "Amanda, you know you're a great example of an entrepreneur and I was like oh well, i but i don't I don't actually have a lot of money and like, oh." <laughs> They're like, no, no, that's not a criteria of being an entrepreneur. And I was like, okay, well, then let's let's talk. And what it is is it's identifying a need, something that's literally right in front of your face or in front of our faces. And we say, let's solve this problem. Let's think about what it would look like. And, you know, I mean, it's okay if we're not all out there trying to solve every problem in front of us. That'd be exhausting. Exactly. exactly. But it is really – you know it, it is special when people can make um something that other people value by immediately just going oh this doesn't yet exist right, right.
1: exactly exactly
0: yeah. So it's got to be scary to get started. And I know you said (laughs) that you're not yet fluent in your public speaking abilities, but um, for those of of anybody who can end up seeing any of these uh, visual here and not just the audio, you have a beaming smile. You are very approachable. (laughs) You're personable. You're laughing. Uh You're full of joy. I think, you know, that's something people are attracted to. So if you're, You know, thoughts don't come out as fluently as you like. That's okay. People are also going to be forgiving. It's the approachability, I think, of the individuals that you're speaking with and speaking to. But going back to, you know, getting started, it really was just a simple idea and a conversation with your husband.
1: Yes, it literally was just sitting down, eating dinner, and I'm just like, okay, I have to make material. And finding the material, cause you know, the BCBA, sometimes it's therapeutic. You know, you're cutting your cards, you're laminating them, <laughs> you're doing all that good stuff. And it's like, okay, I just need to find the cards. And I, it is taking me way too much time to try to find cards. And even when I, even when I put in Google, like, pictures of, you know, black kids doing whatever action that I need to, you know, need them to do, whatever. For some reason the pictures still is very limited as far as mm. black and brown kids. It I still get, you know, cars that are not black and brown kids. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I can't find these pictures. And like I said, the ones that I probably did find online that maybe had like they were maybe cartoonish, um, but they were like, you know, uh, they were brown, but they weren't realistic. It was just like a like a cartoon, not really a lot of detail. And um, so I just wanted to do something that was more um, detailed and they can look at it and, and, and really, you know, um, so like my slogan or saying is um, representation reflects the beauty of our reality. Right. So it's like looking at these cards, the kids can be like, Oh, that's me. Or I look like that. I have hair like that. So one of my BCBA friends told me when she, presented the cards to one of her clients, the one of the clients like, Oh, that's my brother, you know, and you know, so things like that, right? For them to be able to really see themselves with the different type of hairstyles, with the different type of with the you know, different um skin tones. I have to darkest to lightest, right? And just to have that mixture, um some of my cards I have people um I have somebody in a wheelchair, have somebody with Down syndrome, right? So it's all across the board for kids and adults to be able to see themselves, um, you know, and know that, you know, that they're, I guess, the sim- the stimuli for them, like, they matter, right, as far as, like, having those pictures and seeing themselves. I always, representation's always been, like, a a, a thing. and I feel like the last few years has really been a thing, having, you know, representation. (laughs) At the forefront. Yeah, yeah, right, it's been like, it's always been a thing, but it seemed like lately, and it's like, oh, you know, representation, representation, Um, but especially in our field, because it's not a lot of Black BCBAs anyway, um, you know, in the field, and then to be able to create, um, you know, cards and stimuli for even if you're not a Black BCBA, you probably service, black and brown kids and for you to have these cards in your assessment bag or just you know every uh, every BCBA has a BCBA bag right so just you know being able to have these products and present them to your client you know that you really get that buy-in from the parents because now you're being very intentional with okay they are black and brown kids let me try to find stimuli that that they can relate to
0: well and when we think about um the features that we don't have to interpret when we look at when we look right. at something and we go okay Perfect. i'm now just looking at the action i'm just being asked to discriminate what is this person doing right and again having multiple representations of that i find it incredible that you also commented on inclusion of different disabilities and right. particularly some that have that visible mm-hmm. uh you know representation in in yeah. a way mm-hmm. and i think that Sometimes when we're thinking about including many people and their voices and, and mm-hmm. faces and representation, we, we get limited to one area. We mm-hmm. think, okay, we're talking about skin color, or we think, okay, we're talking yeah. about uh, our profession, or we're talking about, and there's all these different communities and different cultures, but they also overlap. And yes, so here's right. what this looks like. And so it truly is, I yes. think, embracing that mission of, I mean, I think you and your work are really embracing the mission of, of diversity in a way that, as I was talking to you before we started recording, it's great to talk about what needs to change. It's right, exactly. very important to identify, uh, the problems or the opportunities, however we wish to look at that. Yes. But it's more important to activate change and to create solutions. And so I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I have so many more ideas. But, oh, we could create, you could create this, you could create that. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. But what I
0: heard you say, too, that is in alignment with – my experience of being an entrepreneur and talking to other people about that is, you're going to create what you believe needs to exist, and the community is going to give us the feedback. Yeah. That's how you're going to say, okay, I'm going to pivot in this way. Oh, the cards are they want a different size. Oh, they'd like them to have two images on one, right. or and yeah. you get to ultimately make that decision. Of course, it is you and right. your product and your company, <laughs> are, or maybe you and your with a little bit of um. Consult- yeah with your husband on his artistic input and expressions but really I think you know it's it's just it's it feels to me simple but it's not simple it's it's a simple solution but I think it has a very far-reaching impact I guess is what I'm trying to say
1: yes and also I have um it's called hydrogenous kids I don't know if you've ever heard of that word before but yes yeah. I, I do have and I make sure I to say it right because I'm like okay let me make sure I say this correct okay um but so I have like potty training cards so I'm like looking at the cards you don't know it could be a boy it could be a girl you're not sure right um so really also like you said having that inclusion and inclusion you know including um you know um you know kids that, you know, hydrogen. I'll just, oh well, I'll, I'll wait. I won't show the pictures yet. I'll wait. I'll wait, wait. <laughs> we'll I'm wait. I got so excited. I got so excited. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I forgot we were talking
0: about. So I just lost my train of thought. So we'll oh, we were just talking about oh, representation. Right. I mean, right, right. You went to um, another level to explain like to the degree in which you've really put consideration into right. that. Right.
1: Oh, so, something so positive. I have. Had two or three incidents online where people have took something so positive and turned into something very negative, right? Oh, and, online.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Wait, yes, wait yes. what? That happened? Yeah. Happens? yeah.
1: Oh, yes. okay. Right. Exactly. I guess. And so, um, and it's so like I'll post my cards or people that know about my cards, and it'll be you know not a person that's black or brown. But they would, you know, I'll post my cards and then people will say, well, but what about someone mentioned about cards for, I don't know, it's like Native American or something. Somebody mentioned about something about the cards and, and you know, why does only have to be cards for black and brown kids and a whole big thing. And, you know, and I made a comment. And it was kind of just like a back and forth, but I feel like something that's so positive, it's like you know, now since something was created for black and brown kids, now it's like, well, what about us? And it's kind of like, well, as right now, I'm focused on black and brown kids. But, you know, um because it was not, it was something that didn't exist, right? And it's not that I'm forgetting about others. It's right now, this, we have a lot, we're servicing a lot of black and brown kids, and they don't have stimuli, you know? So I felt like, because now since a black girl or black woman has created something for her for a community now it's like well what about this community what about that community but it's like no one said well what about the black and brown kids before I created these cards they were they weren't any cards you know so you try to please everybody and you try to say well you know eventually I do want to do different languages and different you know but right now this is the focus so it kind of did hurt my thumbs a little bit because, you know, sometimes you you try to, you can't please everybody, but it's always that, well, what about me? What about us? What about us? And it's like, wait, wait, wait. This is, you know, this is a need <laughs> right now. Uh-huh. So as something so positive, I have had a lot of back and forth, you know, about the cards and why they only represent black and brown kids, so.
0: What I will say is have the <laughs> conversations that you feel are worthy of your time and your breath, yeah, and let the rest go. Um, and and you are also welcome to take or leave that advice. You know, you're under no obligation to listen to yeah. guys yeah. <laughs> no, no, that are it and activate that's it. That's good.
1: That's good. Too. You know,
0: I I have. I think it's just human nature. I sometimes say it's the human condition, right, where we we can have a 100 positive things said to us, and the one that sticks out the loudest is the negative comment or the hurtful comment, and it's because we didn't perhaps anticipate it, because we really didn't intend any way that maybe somebody authentically perceived it that way. But I really appreciate what I feel is your courage in saying, like, hey, wait a second. Uh-huh. It's not that I have forgotten anybody. It's that okay. I'm building something and I'm starting first with a community that's within within me and my community right. multiple communities right. and then exactly. thank you for for telling me these are valuable of course, yeah. we would love to see them for other communities yeah. as well. Yeah. I appreciate that idea, and sometimes I've learned to say to people. Thank you for sharing your feedback and I genuinely mean that. And, and then I say, and I will take that in, you know, under advisement or I'll take that into consideration or <laughs> yeah, right. thanks for telling me it's so viable to right. you and right. your community as well. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Great question. I had the same question when I was looking for cards for my community. Right. Uh, exactly. Exactly.
1: Exactly. But
0: in the reality, you want to, I have found, um, with people who really do, uh, are open to having new perspectives, the conversations can be very worth it. Mm-hmm. But you're not responsible for educating everybody on the Internet. Just I, I two cents.
1: <laughs> no, that's there. And it gets to be very exhausting because you're like, wait, I'm trying to do something positive, And I'm sure, you know, you're going to come down the line where you may have a black and brown client and then you may want to consider getting my cards, you know, you know, well, and, and
0: maybe my non-black black and brown clients also yeah. may want to benefit from your cards. I think right. again, like you said, it's having it in our arsenal, having it in our bag. It's not, yeah. it doesn't have to be our only resource. The fact yeah. of the matter is, it's now a resource that exists that did not exist right. before.
1: Exactly. And, and just, <laughs> just add it to, just add it to your, you know, like I said, at the BC Bay, you have so many stimuli. It's just one more thing you can just add. So if you have clients, you know, that are black and brown, or if you just like I said, you have speech and language pathology, you have teachers, you know, you have other people that may use the cards that, you know, so it, it was it it did, you know, upset me, but I said, okay, can't make everybody happy. <laughs> I just know I'm doing something positive, And I know where my heart and I know where my intentions are.
0: Exactly. Um so I just
1: always try to make sure that um I always know that I'm coming like these cards will create out of love and I know that um that I will go far because my intentions is very pure. And, you know, so
0: I truly believe that as well. We had a <laughs> guest on the show um just a month or so ago, Emily McCullough, who talked to us about oh actually, yeah, she talked to made a, a short clip about like staying your path and she said oh you can change your you know your mission if you want like it's okay to change your mind but then stay your path know you're on your path and even if you don't know exactly what's next you know the direction you're heading and yeah. And that's you just correct. you just stay the course, and so and that resonates, and that's so great to hear these messages echoed not only for our listeners but for myself as well. I don't know if I'm just more open to receiving information or if it's just the what's happening in, for me in 2023. But I feel like a lot of the podcast guests have been speaking to me. You know, just create something, be positive. You know, it came out of love. Sure. Thank you for that advice. That is just wonderful <laughs> advice. I think for all of us to take um, Rashida, before we end today, I want to make sure everybody knows how to find your website, your information, how to connect with your socials. So please go ahead and make sure we, we get that out there.
1: Um, yes. Yeah. So for my website, it's humanexpressions.com. expressions.com. Um, and for my social media, it's also human expressions. I'm only on Instagram, um, I don't have a Facebook page because that's an, another thing that I would have to, um, make sure that i and yeah. all that and manage. And I don't really have that, that time, but I'm always on Instagram. So, um, so yes, I have an Instagram. It's human expressions. And then my website is human com. So follow me and go on the, you know, go on the website and, um, you know, share my website, share my Instagram with any and everybody that um would like to support me so thank you in advance
0: <laughs> oh yes it's always good you know you just uh pre uh preload some attention and praise to people absolutely yes. thank you in advance yes. and just to <laughs> make sure everybody's uh clear it is hue h-u-e-m-a-n expressions uh for the yes. website yes. which wow. is a lovely play on words right different <laughs> clues that we all come in the shade gradients. Yes. Yes. Um, and and the beauty across all of that spectrum. Rashida, thank you for joining me today. I'm going to make sure that we post that and I'm happy to share any um, links or pictures or anything like that they'd like to on my socials as well because I'm excited that you are out there as a behavior analyst creating solutions, um, creating solutions for multiple communities and also for continuing the conversations because like you said, now people have other ideas and you already were Igniting Ideas is uh for me, early on in the conversation, I'm like, I'm going to tell you later after the show. So, again, thanks for joining today, and I just okay. want to make sure everybody knows it's a human, H-U-E-M-A-N, expressions.com, and yes. if you're interested in learning more about behavior analysis, you can always do that by going to www.behaviorbabe.com.